Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 16. John and Wendy talk to Dan Cross. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you, John? I'm very well. This is, I am so looking forward to this episode. It has been an absolute uh, nightmare, <laughs> scheduling-wise, of yes, no one's has. fault other than Mother Nature, but we don't talk about weather anymore on the show. Nope. We have had a great opportunity, though, in the last few weeks to attend a couple of conferences, and so, Wendy, I want to hear a little bit about uh, South Dakota SHRM. Yeah, uh, I was out in Deadwood, which if you're going to come to South Dakota SHRM Conference, Deadwood is the place to go, um, uh, second to Brookings, of course. We had a great time out there. The weather was beautiful, had some great speakers, learned a lot. I was really excited because uh, I was leading the social media team. We had ended up with four people on the team that were able to be there. We got some blog posts out. We were tweeting, putting stuff out on Facebook. And uh, I even had found uh, two sponsors for us. So UltiPro and uh, KindHub were both kind enough to uh, provide some prizes for people who were tweeting and being a part of our social media and uh, also for our social media team. So I got to give them both a shout out. That was fantastic for them to to give us a little uh, extra oomph on that. That's excellent. So you, yeah, and you went, you were at DC Sherm, right? I was. Uh, we had Nicole Bolina on a special episode a few weeks back, and she asked me to come up and attend if I had the opportunity, and I did. And we'll say weather-wise, it has been raining in the Mid-Atlantic for days and days and days. So <laughs> the drive up, I live 100 miles from DC, but it takes about three hours each way if you're lucky. And yeah. it was it was raining nonstop both ways. But uh, the day was great uh, because they were inside. They had a really nice facility right there in the district where they had the event. It was called Building the Future of HR. And nice. got to see Nicole and got to hang out with uh, previous guest Ann Tompkinson. Heard some really, really good uh, speakers. Heard from the EEOC. Heard a great conversation about uh, EQ. And then the, wrapped up the day with couple called tall small productions the husband is six foot nine the wife is six five foot two ah. and they are speaking uh, they they do public speaking they work with people and coach them on better writing and filler words i loved them they were very nice. entertaining they had people get up on stage and actually do body body language and and talked about how you portray yourself and all the time and what have you so it was a really really nice conference they did a Good. really great job, and I really enjoyed it. So kudos to them. Kudos to the folks of South Dakota, Sherm, and your sponsors. Yeah. We've talked a lot, though, and we, we need to get to our guest. Yes. I will say this is the first person, and it may be the only person, that is going to be on the show that I have taken to a fireman's bar. So <laughs> I'll let you make the introduction, and we'll get going from there. All right. Well, I am super excited to uh, to have uh, Dan Cross on the um, on the show tonight. This is one of the few people that we're having on that I've actually met in person. So super stoked with that. Dan is a talent, the talent acquisition strategy manager for Capital One's retail and direct bank. He is particularly passionate about two things, basketball and human resources. Unfortunately, Dan was never drafted into the NBA, so he had to embrace a career in HR instead. Driven by data, Dan challenges conventional talent and people practices through the use of analytics, human-centered design, and agile methodologies. Dan, welcome to our show. And our first question to you is, what's in your glass? 
Thank you very much for having me, Wendy and John. Um, very different than our time at the Fireman Bar, John. Um, <laughs> I am drinking water tonight. Um, a combination of doing some yard work, playing some basketball, actually, and was feeling a little dehydrated. So, so I actually have some water. Later on, I'll probably shift over one of my favorite beers, which is the the Dogfish Head 90-Minute IPA. Nice. There you go. Well, nice. I, I'm glad you were able to take a break from basketball. I find it fascinating <laughs> that we're, you know, we talked about both your passions. I am curious, Dan, I know you didn't get into the NBA, but how did you decide to pursue a career in human resources? Yeah, so I, I'd say I'm a bit of an oddball. Um, I didn't fall into it. I didn't accidentally land there like a lot of folks that, that I've, I've chatted with in the industry. I, I very intentionally you know, went to school for it at the School of Industrial and Labor Relations at Cornell University. After school, joined Capital One's um, HR rotation program, which is a two and a half year leadership development experience where I was able to jump around to a couple different parts of HR. And you know, seven years la- later, I, I've been there ever since and, and just really... Uh, Love the field. I love everything about talent, really. Stemming from me playing basketball, I was never very talented myself. Um, <laughs> so needed to find ways to evaluate, assess, scout other players, really become um, knowledgeable about the game and the strategy, tactics there to even have a chance to compete. And you know, through that, just develop that love for talent, the development, recruiting, just everything about that. And you know, naturally landed in HR with all of that. That's very cool. I, I did this to Anne, so I'll do it to you. I, I can sure. I can hear a disrupt talk in there somewhere, comparing basketball scouting and talent uh, recruiting. So there you go, challenge. I, I've I've written a blog about it, so I absolutely <laughs> would love to, to disrupt some more more about that. There, I love it. I, I think that would be really good. Dan, how have you seen recruiting and talent acquisition change during your career? Yeah, well, one of my one of my favorite things about it is that the focus on just experience overall has intensified. So very clearly, I think a lot of focus on candidate experience and that's not anything too new. But what I've loved more recently has been that focus with tech, with new tech, new process and more of that focus on the recruiter experience. So getting tools that can make recruiting easier um, and then also thinking about the hiring manager experience. How are they kept up to date on their those open roles on their team? Um, and really just thinking through that. So overall, definitely experience, but love that it's branching out into the actual people using some of those tools, not not just candidates there, even though that's really important. You talked about why you got into HR and pursued it. And, and I can appreciate the fact as somebody that fell into it, I always like talking to people that were cognizant of what was going on, knew what HR was, you know, kind of at, from the outset. But what's your favorite component of your work? In other words, you know, what keeps you excited about being in HR and why that thing? For me, it's something I do kind of off the side of my desk during my for my job. And something that's also been a, a big passion of mine just growing up and, and always a big part of my life. And that's um, being an advocate for disability employment. So I was actually the co-founder and I'm on the leadership team for our internal business resource group um, called Capabilities. And this is a group for people with disabilities, caregivers of those with disabilities or allies and advocates like myself. And I coach for Special Olympics and just being able to have that opportunity to help employ and empower people with disabilities is 
is my kind of favorite part of what I do every day. And I think if I was you know, held over the fire to, to say, actually, during my day job, what that favorite part is, I think it's just connecting talent to that right opportunity. Um, I'm really passionate about bringing people from the outside in, finding them those right positions. And then once they're in the organization, you know, thinking about their mobility and their internal movement and is the role they're in today the right role or can they move on, gain a new experience somewhere else? And, and that's just what I really love about HR in general. Wow, really cool. Yeah, I'd love to explore some more of your passion on the disability side. I think that sure. would be really interesting, maybe a different po- podcast. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we just had a talk about that here in um, in Brookings. And so there's uh, they're actually getting ready to host a uh, a session on the invisible disabilities and the accommodations and and working through those. So I'm I'm excited to learn more. You were on SHRM's 30 Under 30 not too long ago, and you have been an active part of SHRM's Young Professional Advisory Council. So what advice would you give to someone getting ready to start their HR career? Still so so crazy to me that I was recognized in that way (laughs) and able to be a part of of YPAC, as as we call it, that, that Young Professional Advisory Council for SHRM. You know, my best advice and what I'm always trying to give to you know students or young professionals or really anyone trying to break into HR is just the power of, of building that network and getting them past networking as gaining followers on Twitter or Instagram or connecting on LinkedIn and, and really making meaningful connections. I actually point to relationships like I have with you guys where we can joke around, send each other those things to just have a little bit of fun outside of work, right? But would also feel comfortable being able to call you guys and, and chat, talk through a problem I may be having at work or that you can be having that that maybe I can learn from. And I think there's just a lot of power in that. And, and you also need those folks to be able to go to happy hour with afterwards too. So <laughs> that, that power of the networking is is definitely that, that big piece of advice I'd, I'd give anyone starting their career. Awesome. Well, now it is time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the half-hour question connection. I love it. I know. It's awesome. So do you remember how you first connected with us? Yes. Um, I think both <laughs> whoa, of you... whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. Thank you. Nobody has said it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Sorry. Next chat, I think, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah. I, I don't. We don't always know the answer to the question either. So <laughs> we tend we tend to get Twitter. So there's there's going to be continued conversation about how we tweak the question. I think. Yeah, I think so. But I I do remember. Um, I would say definitely say next chat as well because I remember meeting you at the next chat happy hour Sherman D.C. So in real life, IRL. In real life, a real life connection. Yay! Love it. Well, you. Dan, you started to talk about how you recommend for young professionals or people trying to get into HR or starting their careers, yeah. how important it is about networking. Talk to us a little bit about how networking has really helped in your own career and what's been really effective for you when it comes to networking. So I gave away a little bit of the secret sauce with my uh, earlier answer <laughs> there. But um, I'll, I'll say, you know, personally for me, in my seven years at Capital One, I've moved six different times. Started in D.C., our McLean office, moved down to Richmond, Virginia, Wilmington, Delaware, San Francisco. I now work remotely from northeastern Pennsylvania from my home office here where I overlook a beautiful lake. You know, networking 
and getting out to local events in each of those spots, but also just having that network of folks where I would never have had the opportunity to actually just, you know, pass them on the street or at an event or anything like that in social media has really just helped build that network, have some fun, like I mentioned, and just be folks that I can reach out to um, about opportunities or things I'm experiencing and, and just able to connect there. So how do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? Another another thing I already you know spoke about, but I think helping others break into the industry. Um, I'm very active back at my alma mater, recruiting um, for next classes of the HR rotation program leadership development that I did at Capital One. I'm also just really open to helping mentor or do different relationships like that where giving them advice for different companies maybe they can look at that really value and respect HR in that sense and would be great places for them to start their careers or connecting them to other folks across my network that may have those opportunities for them. And um, that, that's really how I love giving back. Who do you like to read or follow when it comes to gaining new HR insight, Dan? Gosh, there's, there's never really one. It's kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, what I'm feeling that week or just, just what's out on, on Twitter and you know, what's, what's, popping out there i guess but I, i'll say lately i've been really into the ere and SourceCon. um namely has been really great pushing out some great content there um as well as hr open source and i think that community vibe of people willing to share resources and and really open up their different playbooks and, and things happening it, it's just really fascinating to me as someone that loves to cross things over from the tech field. I love bringing agile in the HR, thinking through that methodology. So open source, pretty similarly, right? Like how do we bring that, help each mm -hmm. other and share resources across? Beyond that, I think if I could do some uh, individual shout outs, I've always loved uh, some of the, the, the content created by guys like Matt Charney, William Tincup, Tim Sackett, Robin Schooling, Don Burke, a, a few, obviously you two. Just, just really love being able to read different perspectives and get you know all new experiences there. What's your favorite movie, Dan? No surprise, it's basketball related. Um, <laughs> I love Space Jam. I'm a Jordan <laughs> kid. Sorry. And, no, it's okay. It's okay because I'm, I'm also part of me. I, I know it's not like a you know critically acclaimed film or anything like that. Just it's one of those I could always just throw on and, and enjoy a few hours of time there. Oh, it's a fun movie. It is. It is. <laughs> Aren't they going to make a sequel, or is that still just scuttlebutt? I, I hope not, because I heard it's going to be with LeBron James. Yeah, um, that's why. I'm, a, I'm a LeBron James hater. You'll uh, uh, never, never catch Michael Jordan, so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> how about how about your favorite musician or band? Yeah, this is another one, like the HR Insight question, like kind of changes with my my mood. Um, my favorite is hip-hop. I've always loved A Tribe Called Quest back in the day. I grew up loving Eminem and, and even even some of the recent stuff, Drake, Future, stuff like that, I'm um, really into. Favorite TV show? The Office. Um, Classic. I think I've, and I think I've watched well, the, the U.S. or the U.K. version? Both. I've watched okay, both. Okay. The U.S. version is my favorite, though. Okay. Big Michael Scott fan. Love just every character in some way there. 
So if you enjoy the British version of The Office, my husband and I have recently um, started watching The IT Crowd on Netflix. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you just started? Okay. I've yeah, been watching. Yeah, it's a, Well, fantastic. he's uh, my husband. He's been binge watching it. Um, the we He's showed me. I think we've watched the ghost ep- episode like three times. And every time I just roll on the floor. <laughs> you know, it, oh my god the first to mention that so i guess i'll have to check it out now yeah, it's a it's a so, great show yeah it's very funny especially since you have the you enjoyed the tech part of hr as well right you'll you'll appreciate that piece of it <laughs> oh, that's awesome i have to dig kind of deep for my connection this week <laughs> i think i think i know somebody that worked on the art team at space jam but i'm i i'm just not sure <laughs> i'm fairly sure because i'm I, it's funny because we were, we went when we went to just see a more recent movie. We saw Avengers, and yeah. somebody was talking about, "Oh, you don't know anybody, you know? How do you know anybody?" I was like, "Well, I saw three names of people. I, I don't know them well, but I know who they are. I've met them." So, right. like, oh yeah, I know that person, that person, and that person that was on the art team. So, I I have to dig a little deeper. I'm fairly sure I know at least one person that worked on on Space Jam though in the you know doing digital effects or as a animator of some type. Right. I will. Uh, I will have to update that. I, maybe I'll slot it into the show. Insert name here. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll I see. That. So I, I, I thought he would have had you stumped this week. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Obviously, you mentioned it early on about basketball. Yeah. What else do you like to do outside of work? Yeah, I, I, I'd say um, I haven't had a lot of time to do a lot of much else. Um, I, I shared with you guys. I'm, I'm getting married soon, um, so a lot of it has been planning and. And all of that, so it's it's been a wild ride there. But you know, outside of that, outside of basketball and, and kind of coaching, playing whenever possible, um, I, I also dropped earlier on that I'm right on a lake. Absolutely love just getting out there, doing some kayaking, doing some fishing, and and really just enjoying that. I was awesome. waiting for you to say something about the wedding because if you weren't, I was going to have to. Yeah. I, I was going to give it away. You might <laughs> get in trouble if news. you didn't mention it. Too. I, I mentioned um, it. <laughs> cross it off the checklist there you go so dan if you weren't in hr to not in the nba what do you think you'd be doing professionally gosh i i absolutely never would be we in the nba playing wise but i, I do <laughs> really love coaching and, and think you know in, in a different life or even in a future one maybe here um okay. would love to coach some college basketball and and just do some different things there Oh, very fun. Very fun. Well, Dan, I, I'm happy to say we survived any type of technical issues. Yes. We survived <laughs> weather issues. We made it, my friend. You, you that is amazing. The, the, the conversation, the question connection. <laughs> I cannot thank you enough. I know how busy things are, especially with this big change, life change coming up. Really appreciate you taking time with us tonight. And so this is your chance now uh, to let listeners know how can they reach you? How should they find you out there on the uh, out on the internet love making those deeper connections on linkedin but out there on twitter at crossover hr and on instagram at dan crossover i'll say my instagram is a little less hr heavy you'll see a little bit more wedding obviously you'll see a little <laughs> bit more basketball some personal stuff i'll still be posting pictures videos all of that from from conferences and, and things of that nature have a new-ish blog out on Medium. I do a lot more guest contribu- contributions and, and things like that in my blogging, um, but I am out on Medium, so it's just medium.com backslash crossover dash 
HR. We will make sure we add that to all the notes. And I wish I would say there's a well done site. That's what I would. Sorry, bad bad cooking joke. But uh, <laughs> but uh, well, I will put the legit. I got gotcha. you. So, so, I got gotcha. I tried. Hey Wendy, how about you? How can, how can our listeners? That is a dad joke. <laughs> I'm gonna edit all that out. <laughs> oh, no, no, so, no, no, no. So, so I will bring it up if you do. Fair enough. Um, how about you? You can find me on Twitter. That is my favorite way to connect with people. I am Wendell93. That's W-Y-N-D-A-L-L-9-3. You can also find me on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And you will also always find me on the fourth Sunday of the month on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the HR Social Hour Twitter chat. How about you, John? Wendy, before we get too far, we should mention that the latest chat, if you're listening to this episode when it releases, the chat will be Sunday night, May 27 at 7 p.m. Yes. And our conversation will be about employee engagement uh, appreciation. Get the questions out beforehand. We'll certainly have the questions at night. Realize as we're recording, because we're right at calendar these days, that, uh, that that's there. So make sure that you join us for that. But as far as for me, you can find me on Twitter. That's John, J-O-N, underscore Thurman, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. Happy to connect on LinkedIn. Continue to get invitations that are personalized, and I really do appreciate when you do that. If you have a question or comment about the show or the chat, you can send us an email, hrsocialhourpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook if you search the HR Social Hour. You'll find the show at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Podchaser, HR Podcasters, Google Play, and we've included now TuneIn, which apparently you can listen on Alexa. So I'm excited about that, that you can just say our name, and apparently it'll start playing frightening nice. by the times we're headed. But if you awesome. like what you hear, as I always ask, be sure to rate and review us, regardless of the platform you use. It helps us to continue to build uh, the network and our visibility, and we appreciate it. So, again, Dan, thanks for joining us tonight for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network network take care everyone bye